Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You guys have found me at my little corner of the Internet. This is Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Thursday, March 11th, and you guys, I'm so excited because my friend Suzanne Gallagher is back in the studio with me today, and we're going to continue our conversation about parental rights and what you can do to stem the bleeding in the public school system. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. Before we get started, I want to remind you guys, we've got some awesome things coming up. I am going to be having a little rally right here at the Homeschool Resource Center on Monday the 15th. So coming up on Monday, I'm going to be talking to you guys about my run for Congress. A whole bunch of you guys have heard that I am running for the United States House of Representatives to represent Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. And if you live in Washington State's 3rd Congressional, I'm inviting you to come out, hear what we're going to do, sign up to get involved. You guys, it's going to take an army and we are so excited about what God is doing and I cannot wait to represent you in Washington State's 3rd Congressional District. So join me on Monday night, the 15th. Bring your friends and prepare to just get encouraged and get excited about my run for Congress. I can't wait to see you guys. All right, without further ado, I'm going to continue my conversation with Suzanne Gallagher. Suzanne is the Executive Director for Parents' Rights in Education. And today we're going to give you guys practical information about what you can do to get involved and be a voice for parental rights in the public school system. I hope you guys will enjoy this part two of my interview with Suzanne Gallagher in progress. Which really is the point of social emotional learning. It really is really to put is. them in groups. Exactly. And we exactly. are, social emotional learning is the ultimate stereotype. Yeah. And we're going to take your children now and we're going to lump okay. them. So we just tested your child in this area. Our psychologist that your tax dollars right. just paid for, our school counselors, we're standing at the ready. Exactly. And when we determine that your child fits into this bias, that's the group we're going to put them exactly. in. And that's going to follow them for the rest of their, their life. And so, so this is the social emotional learning umbrella, what I'm calling the umbrella. Well, part of that umbrella is the introduction of critical race theory and, of course, the Black Lives Matter effort. That all does come under this. Now, when, when this was introduced, it was before COVID-19. It was before lockdowns. It was before any of that. This, in fact, this was just before that. And it was followed up by another announcement by the high school in Tigard, Oregon, where, where we live. And my son, who is another one of our grandchildren, actually two high school students who are twins, in the high school, and they were uh, announcing Unity Day. And literally, it would have taken place, this is right in conjunction with, with the lockdown of the schools. And we we analyzed this, you know, you have to read through it, block one, block eight, block five. One of the worst grievances that we had about this is because... They were identifying stereotypes, of course, privilege in education during this workshop. So these are different workshops they set up. Oh, they had a workshop on hate speech. They had a workshop addressing cultural appropriation and portrayal in the media. And then you would, so these are, you know, this is like a big seminar, all day seminar. And the worst part is that it was required Mm-hmm. that you would not be excused. You could not have a, an excused absence for attending this. And of course, that's illegal. And the reason I bring this out is because parents need to know their rights. They need to know. They shouldn't be intimidated by this and thinking, 
well, my child must attend. So I would pull, not have my child attend this. And, so, and that's what our son so did. So let's he unpack that a little bit. Yeah. So talk to the parent hmm. right now. And they're looking at what's happening in their school. And they're frustrated. They're frustrated by social emotional learning. They're frustrated by which really, I mean, so much of this stuff is just embedded into the fabric of your school. It's this almost is, impossible to get away from it. Yes. But when you've got something like this, this special day that comes up and the, and the parent goes, oh, no, no, Unity Day. I don't want my kid going to Unity Day. Right. But the school says, I'm sorry, this is what you have to do. What do what can they do? What are their rights? Well, they can pull their child out. There's no by law. They cannot require that a student attend an event like this. All right. Because it's not it's it's not part of any specific curriculum course that is being taught. So what does the parent do? The parent calls the school and they just say, well, they just keep their kids home. Mm hmm. Yeah. This is this is not under any specific course. It's not history. It's not, you know, this is Unity Day and they want all the kids and they have voices. So they're it's really about all of the minority types and, you know, speaking out and And again, yeah, I just yeah. think it's important. We're not saying we're against minorities. This is no, not no, this no, is no, not no. what's happening is these things are being taught from a mm-hmm. particular point of view. And they're not going to allow someone who's going to come in there and say anything different. And so really it's indoctrinating children. It's the indoctrination of our children is what you are so frustrated by. Can I just say something on that that I learned at CPAC? And so um, we do have concerns with some of the teaching because it goes against our value system. And and, and we don't – we maybe think, you know, our kids aren't really ready for this. They don't need to learn this. Or maybe it's the job of the parent. It's really the job of the parent. Um, and we want to teach it within our value system. That's really the key. It's like if you just teach facts, it is void of values. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so a lot of these controversial subjects should be taught within your value system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they really should they really should not be taught in the public schools at this point in time. And there's plenty of information that we can access if we want to teach our kids this. So we have been attacked um, by, in particular, the um, LGBTQ and and other alphabet letter organizations plus minus whatever, um, saying that we hate you know we hate gays we hate lesbians we hate transgender people, which is absolutely wrong and false and is not true at all. We don't hate any individual groups. We are fighting for all parents' rights. And so at CPAC, there um, was a group represented there. They're called the Log Cabin Republicans. And I didn't really know much about them. And uh, so I went on their website. Unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to go by and meet anyone. I've left a message. I wanted to talk to some of the representatives from that organization. But I was so um, happy to see what I saw. And I posted this on our Facebook page, um, an article. They are against um, the um, Equality Act. Of course. Yeah. Equality, that's going to be devastating. Devastating no, to not women. Of course, though, <laughs> a, a gay and lesbian organization, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they would not normally mm-hmm. be against it. This mm-hmm. is the log cabin Republican group mm-hmm. that is made up of gays, lesbians, and transgender people. Mm-hmm. So it highlights the fact, and we love this, we love it, because it highlights the fact that no one group, so talk about stereotypes again. Here we get right. back to this. Okay, do you think just the way every other woman you know thinks? 
Because you're a woman? Nope. Do men think always the same exact thing because they're with another Not man? Not my man. Because, because, they're, <laughs> because all men think a certain way? No, mm-hmm. all men don't think a certain mm-hmm. way. Not all women think a certain way. All of these uh, protected minority you know, status groups that, that are in, in law, mm-hmm. federal law, mm-hmm. actually an amendment to our constitution, they keep adding, and that's what the Equality Act is all about. They want it's, to add such finally because really have... they don't want us coming in and teaching Christianity in the public no, schools. They don't. They don't want us coming in and talking to students no. about our particular sexual preferences and why we think it's better than somebody exactly. else's. And that's what's happening. It's a hijacking exactly. of parental rights. It has to come back to what is the responsibility of schools? What exactly. is the responsibility of the school versus what is the responsibility of parents? I want to move on really quickly okay, with you because do that. I think it's important for parents to understand that they have more rights than they realize. A large part of what you guys are mm-hmm. doing at Parental Rights in Education, right, you're trying to bring the education piece to the front, has to do with parents getting involved in the decisions that are being made in the schools. Mm-hmm. We've got in uh, all around the nation right now, the ones that you and I are particularly attuned to, right, or what's happening in Oregon mm-hmm. where you're from and met myself mm-hmm. here in mm-hmm. Washington State, but there are lots of openings coming up on the exactly. school boards. Suzanne, how important is it for parents to get off the bench and start running for school boards? It's major, major, majorly important. Now, of course, they they a lot of them can't run or they, they don't have the, the capability to, to be involved on that level. But um, it is very, very important. And we are um, right now recruiting in the state of Oregon. We're also recruiting in, in Texas. We, we represent Oregon, Washington, Alaska, Arizona, Texas, and Illinois at this time. And we're, we're, we also have Ohio. So we have Facebook groups for all of these various states and, and we're willing. What does it take to run for state board for, for, to run for the board of your school? Okay. Like let's say there's a parents listening to this right now and they're like, well, how do I get on a school board? What do I need? What are my qualifications? What do they need to be? They need to be a citizen. They need to be a registered, you know, registered voter. They need to be um, 18 or older. They don't have to have a college degree. They shouldn't be a felon. <laughs> I mean, all these things. <laughs> Let's try not. Let's try not I mean, to be a really felon. I mean, it's really very, very limited. You know, requirements. Mm-hmm. They really should. I mean, they should possess the ability to and want to get involved and understand yes, the issues that are coming before the school. Yes, of course. It should matter to them what's being taught in our schools. These guys yes. have the opportunity to preview curriculum. Right? Exactly. Oh, oh, absolutely. So here's the thing: they hire and fire the superintendent. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Okay. They accept or reject policy. Policy that comes down to them through their superintendent from the state, from the Department of Education. Now, those policies can be modified by the local school district. The local school district does have the power to to accept or reject these recommendations for policy. So they have power. They Individual school board members and citizens can present resolutions they can make recommendations and if accepted by the board to put it on the on the agenda which can be passed by the board and you can testify and all of that so we have a lot more a a lot of parents Heidi they don't even know there's a school board they don't understand what the role of the school board is they don't they don't know they think and they believe the school board members because school board members will tell them you don't understand we're a policy board we don't see curriculum. We never. Wrong. We I know. Well, they well they better. They better. <laughs> you know why? Because they can be sued individually. Yeah. 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 They can sue and be sued. Yeah. And if they anything is taught in that school that leads your child to make a decision and they get in trouble, 
health-wise, whatever, because they follow the advice of the teacher. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they, they, they participate in behavior that is dangerous to them mm-hmm. physically. Mm-hmm. They can sue the school board. So. Let me, help me understand this because I don't want I, I want parents to feel like they're empowered and they can actually do this thing. Really, what it takes, and I always tell people this to mm-hmm. homeschool. What does it take to homeschool? It takes okay. a commitment to your child. It takes yeah, a yeah. love for your child and a desire to want to understand and become the very best teacher that you can possibly be for right. your child. Right. Same thing is true for getting involved in the school district and running for school board. You need to want to have a passion for what's happening in the district. Mm-hmm. So, parents who are listening, that's. That's rule number one. Rule number Do you one. have a passion for what is happening in our schools? And you guys can actually affect change, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. They can actually do this. And, and they to can get, run and if, if they don't have any kids in the district. I forgot to say that. If you are a homeschooler, we have homeschooling parents who are running for school board in Oregon. And they're actually doing an awesome job. These guys yeah. are making a difference. Yes, they're, they're yeah, making fact, a difference. Yeah, and they're holding. Yeah, they're, they're And to keep the discussion local and stop bringing it up exactly. to the state. And for goodness sake, keep it out of the federal uh, exactly. discussions. We don't want to federalize education, although that's exactly what's happening, right? Exactly. This is another reason why I'm running for Congress. Right. There need to be voices in the Congress who will speak up on the rights of parents and boot it back to the, to the local district. These right. need to be these decisions need to be made locally, which means parents, you guys can't sit this out. You because need to get your involved. rights are constitutional rights. So it's not a it's not a state issue. <laughs> parents' rights is a federal issue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they have literally they they have squeezed us. Mm-hmm. They have squeezed parents out of the, you know, out of the narrative. So we but we do have the opportunity to take it back. And it is at the local school board level. Now, one thing that's really cool about that election is that it's not uh, during a uh, presidential election season or even even when a congressional um candidates are voted on it is uh, what, what we call sort of an off-season election and in most instances the electorate only about 25 to 30 percent of the electorate actually votes during these these elections which so that's is a, when which is a shame i mean yeah, honestly well well yeah but but you know knowing that we know that we don't have to knock on every door we don't have to convince you know our neighbor who has a blm you know sign in front of their yard to think our way what we need to do is reach out to our constituency and there are ways to do that and so you know if you are interested in running for school board we'd love to have you contact us we will reach out to you and and, and you've got help you. lots of information at parents rights in ed dot right. org and they can go and click on the school board link you click guys can download board. information right. on how to run for school board right here in washington state we've got a very important deadline coming up uh, very very quickly march 15th the board has a vacancy in the vancouver public school system right oh, now really? they have a vacancy and those applications are due on march 15th you've got a similar mm-hmm. thing going on in oregon right there are positions that are open right now well, these are yeah. These positions are open. You have to register to run by the 18th of March, by the 18th, and then the election is actually in May. And I know so maybe this one position on the board, maybe that is going to be voted in earlier because I was under the understanding that your elections were in the fall. Yeah, I don't know. I'm for, not sure for exactly. all of the rest of the board members there in the fall. So you have a little bit longer because we do have a really strong Washington State So March chapter. 24th and 25th board is going to be interviewing the candidates. And it says See, April 13th, the new director is sworn in. So there's okay. a lot of stuff going so on right in the Vancouver, in Vancouver public school system. Yeah. And truly, I mean, you guys, all you got to do is, I mean, this is what I did. I just typed in board vacancy, Vancouver yeah, public yeah, yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. wherever you live, some of you are listening to this and you're in Enid, Oklahoma. So get on your, you know, get on Google and type in board 
Word Vacancy Public School, Enid, Oklahoma. Perfect. Figure out what's happening in your neck right. of the woods. Tell our listeners, we've only got a few minutes left. I want okay. to talk to listeners really quickly about how you guys help them at Parents' Rights and Education. And if they're interested in getting involved, there's lots of downloads, things, petitions. Talk to us about okay, that. So Why the is that so important? So we have a couple things on. So you can go to Prepack. We're up there. It says Prepack. That's our political action committee. And we talk about running for school board, calling all school board candidates, et cetera. So right now you have a petition. And we have the petition. Stop what the schools are calling anti-racism curriculum, right. which you and I both know is racist curriculum. It's right? racist curriculum. It's not anti-racist. It's pro-racist. Right. They are definitely promoting racism. And you said that they can sign a petition. What's the point of them signing a petition? Okay. Where do they have to live if they want to do that? Okay, they can live anywhere to do that. They should really get together, though, with some of the other families in their school district because it's basically for uh, petitioning your school board. Okay, so this is petitioning everybody, you know, in your state necessarily. And you go to this the page on our site. There's an icon on the homepage. It says, no, no way, stop BLM CRT anti-racism curriculum. Um, I really am loving this interview uh, between Megan Kelly and Bill Mayer. Watch it. It is fabulous. These are not conservatives here, right here, that are talking about it. And they are fed up that Bill Mayer himself, he said he's against it. So this this crosses, you know, this crosses political lines. They've crossed the line. But that's it. They crossed the line. So we have and an Megyn on- Kelly in this interview saying they pulled their children out of the school system in New York. Right. Yes. And it was that was a private school system, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have an online petition, and you can fill that out. It's right there. There's information also, you know, about Black Lives Matter, et cetera. Then down below, there are resources. So there's a, there is a, pip, a paper petition that we've created, and this was because parents were asking for it. They were begging us. And so I got together, actually, with Jennifer Heinewithy, who is the leader in Washington State. I know Jennifer. And we, yeah. created, we created these petitions because parents were wanting them. You can download these paper petitions. One is, in case your school has not yet adopted the curriculum, you want to keep them from doing so. Much harder to get rid of it once it's been adopted. Exactly. And so that's the reject petition. So you can download the petition itself. So I'm going to read this. I want okay. listeners to understand yeah, yeah. because I think it's easy to get overwhelmed. This is actually not overwhelming. If you want to keep this racist curriculum, critical race theory, Black Lives Matter from putting and instituting their own curriculum into your school, and believe me, they're trying right now. It might not be there, but they're trying. You can download this petition. It's already been made for you, and it it gives you an opportunity to put your district at the top of it. And then it says, whereas critical race theory inhibits unity by segregating students into groups based on race and skin color, CRT advocates assigning, that's critical race theory, advocates assigning levels of, quote, privilege and, quote, oppression to individuals, therefore creating animosity from perceived oppressors and a false sense of entitlement from the oppressed. And then they go in to say, we, the undersigned, ask which school board it is to oppose the adoption of any curriculum policies or programs which promote critical race theory or are recommended by black lives matter incorporated and you have an opportunity Mm -hmm. to go to your neighbors and say hey will you help me keep this out of our schools so if it's already in your school then you have a petition to remove it exactly exactly so the first one is reject to keep it from coming into your school the second is to remove it if your school's already adopted it okay so so same type of thing, you know, where you get their their information on the petitions. Now, what we don't want you guys to do is to give those petitions to the school board. 
because that's personal information. This is not an official, like an initiative where it goes to have to go through the Secretary of State and they put it on the ballot. This is for your school board. So, you know, it's okay to fan them out and show them off, you know, to the school board, say, look at all these names that we've, these are registered voters. They'll be voting on the next bond measure, by the way. And they don't like what they're seeing that's happening in our schools. But you don't do that in an empty room. You go to the school board with a plan to submit to them a resolution. And there you can download the resolution, the resolution to either remove or reject this curriculum. And the resolution basically states what we've been talking about, why you want it rejected. And then there's a space to fill in how many signatures you've collected. All right. So you're not giving the names of these people to the school board. You're saying we collected 700 signatures. Exactly. All right. And we have an instruction sheet also for you to download. And if you have any questions at all, you can contact us and we'll clarify. It's pretty straightforward. And the key is when you go to your school board, you need to do your homework. And if you're going to them saying you don't like a curriculum, if you go with two other moms, it's not going to work. If you fill the room with these people who have signed this, because you will have all of their email addresses, okay, they don't have to give you that. We say it's optional, but you ask them, you know, do you want to follow this? Do you want to, do you want us to let you know when the, when there's a board meeting? Because we need you there. We need you to stand up for us. Okay. We need you there. We want moms and dads, by the way, we need men in the room. We need to fill the room with parents showing them and we will help you. We will help you write a press release. Okay, because we've got a standard press release announcing this, that this is going to be taking place at your board. We'll get it out there. We need this to happen all across the country. Yeah, that's exactly right. One of my favorite quotes from Billy Graham, and he said this a long time ago, he said, when one man takes a stand, the spines of others are stiffened. It's true. And that's what you're trying to get people to do. That's what I'm trying to get people to do by Mm -hmm. running for Congress. You know, here's Heidi St. John, little Heidi St. John. I'm I'm about as far off the bench as I could possibly (laughs) get right now. I mean, I talked to you before I ran. I know. Right? Before I said, hey, I'm going to put my name in the hat. But this is what it takes right now. Mm -hmm. We need to stop playing defense and go on offense. That's exactly right. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. Yes, that's why we're doing it. Yeah. Whether they've approved it or not. Oh, by the way, do not be intimidated by any public official who says, oh, well, we've already accepted that. We've already adopted the policy. Well, then you can unadopt it. That's right. You can unadopt it. If we show you that we, that there is enough support here in our community to, to take it off the table, are you willing to do that to defend our students, our children? Because mm-hmm. why? Because all students should feel safe. That's Ex- right. That's see? right. Right. And, and not ours just are part the ones that. that you're trying to reach not, through yes, your exactly. critical race theory indoctrination so, yes, garbage. This yes. is about all children. So they should not have any controversial, no controversial curriculum. Yeah. Think about it, you guys. No controversial curriculum yeah. in the schools. Right. Well, the Muslims yeah. don't want us teaching Christianity, so we're right. not. So we're right? not. So we're not. And no, the Christians not. don't want us teaching Muslim religion, but we are. Right. Right. We're not listening anymore to the parents. The parents have really lost their voice. And what you guys are trying to do in parents' rights and education is say, no, you actually have a voice. And this is why I'm a huge proponent of school choice. Mm -hmm. If your school district is failing you, if they're not listening to you, you should be able to take your kid out and the money should go with your kid. Absolutely. And until that happens, we're going to keep having this conversation. And we need that to be passed at the federal level, by the way, Heidi. And I'm going to hold you to it. I'm doing it. (laughs) Girlfriend, you can count on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just fired up enough to do it right now. I'll be there. You let me know when you need me. 
you don't I, let me know when you need me. You'll you testify. Be the first I'll be person. there. You'll be the first person that I call. <laughs> okay. uh, where can people find you guys online? Let's People who are listening all over the country, and you guys will help them fight this good fight in their schools. Absolutely. Where can they find you online? Well, they can find me online at Parents Rights in Ed. Dot org. Parents, Parents Rights, Rights in, in Ed, ED, short ED. for education, parentsrightsined.org, and you guys are doing a tremendous Thank work you. to help parents feel empowered and really find their voice again in the public school exactly. system. Yeah, we we try to provide them with the tools. Thank you so much for coming Thank on the you, show. Heidi. It's always this a joy a to have you. I know. I think we're having too much fun. We are. I know. Sure. My husband's sitting right there going, yeah. you're running out of time. You're out of time. You're out of time. <laughs> so I appreciate you coming in, and we'll do it again. Keep us informed about what's going on. Sure will. For more information, on Suzanne Gallagher and the incredible work they are doing at Parents' Rights and Education. I will link back to that in the show notes today. You can guys go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast and we will link back to all these things in the show notes today. Thanks for listening today, everybody. Get out there. Get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Your voice is needed more now than it's ever been needed before. I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at TheBusyMom.com.